0: 13 minutes it is after 7pm we go straight into the latest in the world of money and power at the start of this new week And joining me on the line to help us take a look at uh, the latest in the world of business is Snesipo Manindra uh, Who's an independent market commentator, analyst and a CA Snesipo, good evening and welcome
1: Evening
0: Aya, how are you on this Monday? Hey guys, I'm Megaman Snesipo, I'm well man, how
1: are you? I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. Greetings are level two, you
0: know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's a good place to start. <laughs>
1: um
0: I mean materially, what does this level two mean for many of the sectors that might have had some restrictions on their trading operations? Um uh, three, I mean, is it just a few yeah, hours here yeah. and there?
1: What's the story? Number two, which I think is more important and more economical and social mm. is restaurants and tourism. And mm, mm, see mm, that as going to specifically um um so I think we're going into another long weekend. Thank you, Jesus, for that. Uh, another long weekend. So that extra hour, I don't think people understand how much money is that extra hour.
0: So so maybe because, I mean I I guess if we think about it from the perspective of some of the alcohol retailers. Um, I mean, for them, it's not just that extra hour. I guess in the case of the restaurants, that extra hour has massive implications. Um, But what about those guys? I mean, the bottle stores that uh, had some restrictions on their operations. I mean, this is probably going to change you see more somewhat.
1: No, that extra day is game-changing. I don't think... Because ultimately, so you get to encroach on, from a retailer perspective, you get to encroach on uh, people who forgot on Thursday they're doing on Friday, they don't have work on Saturday. So you get that bumper sale. So it's immediate bottom line uplift. What? Immediate bottom line uplift. For casual workers who had their hours reduced, our working hours shifts reduced because of yeah. the because of um, the restrictions now have an extra day of income. So there's a whole um, ecosystem that benefits from simply that extra day. Um. That extra day and I don't think I we really, um we conceptualize it as much as how important these alcohol trading days are because when you restrict people, so you get two options. You get uh, the people who buy in bulk, buy in bulk, but then you get the just-in-case people. Those just-in-case people don't buy on the Thursday. When do they, they buy? They, they, they buy. So that extra day, um, if you've forgotten, if you've, um, it just, and, and it's, and it fits right through the summer season we getting into summer uh, I saw Osora was wearing the i uh, a Amitabray shirt I'm at a so we're huh? getting into that season Is that what that I shirt think... is called? Ah, they call it the Nelly M shirt that's what the kids call it
0: You know the story behind that shirt though those those shirts is Nelly M Actually I don't So it's called a, I, it's, it's called a batik so it's an Indonesian shirt uh, wow. like in national shirt i yeah, say indonesia so nelson mandela got it as a, pre, a present from i think was it harto or Sukarno? i always mix them up one of the former presidents in indonesia um, and yeah so you know wherever you go into a place in indonesia they always have a batik somewhere so um, it's always interesting to be like ah oh, you, guys, you guys have mandela shirts here as well they're like no he got it here um but oh, yeah, yeah very bechina, very interesting between
1: cupcake or oh between cupcake
0: weight is that how he dresses yes. maybe like i energy. know
1: he, he looked he like it was a vibe <laughs> he looked like he came from a vibe <laughs> <He looked> like, <laughs> and now he had to do this little thing of being <laughs> president and address his people
0: it, <laughs> desirable <laughs> <Yeah. Yeah. sighs> Let's shift away from the president and uh, his choice of uh, shirt and batik and Nelly M shirts, and shift our attention to Ethiopia, where this consortium here, which includes the Sumitomo Group, Safaricom, Vodacom, through a holding company which uh, will be uh, registered out in the Netherlands, uh, is gonna yeah commence with the provision of mobile telecoms out in uh, Ethiopia, uh, the most recently liberalised telecoms market on the continent.
1: Yes, and the one is currently in civil war, but I see collapse. Currently, they're, they're violent, um, so they they won they won the they won the license. And um, remember, the, this is the process that uh, M T N withdrew from. Mm.
0: Um, yeah, but also I guess this this particular deal for them, uh, because we know with convergence, many of the telcos now end up having massive financial sector plays, um, and there's a significant limitations on that here.
1: Um, in countries mean? with a similar demographics and the similar, similar um, situation of um, violence, it, ha- it hasn't hurt the growth of self mobile technologies at once. And a nice case study of that is... Are you
0: saying there's no limitations on mobile money operations as part of this deal? Um, no,
1: no, there isn't. There is a limitation, but there's a need for it. There is a need for it. I don't think there's any limitations because ultimately... The Development
0: of mobile oh, money. Oh, uh, uh, Ahmed said no. Like, apparently, the only people that are allowed to play in that mobile money space is the Ethiopian tele... I think Ethiopia One or something.
1: Yes, but I, I don't think so. I honestly don't. This is, for me, this is a mere hurdle. I don't think so. Your... I don't think so. I honestly don't. I don't believe in it because ultimately, part of this. Um, because I know that they, they may be announcing in June saying only telecom will be able to offer. It. But ultimately, you've got 115 million people. Uh, even if they stand, they're going to reach agreement. I don't believe that uh, Vodacom, Vodafone, or Safaricom had any intention of um, entering the market without that without that caveat allowable. I want to eventually... Uh, mm. Yeah, I mean, look,
0: I think I can agree that at some point... It's like, that they're
1: going back but at the right, moment... I don't
0: see it as a limitation. At, the, at the moment, they want to give their own SOE in Ethiopia, first-mover advantage, in trying to capture segments of that market.
1: Um, they can yeah. have first-mover advantage as much as they want. Ultimately, when you have war you need funds, and funds are going to come from foreign investors. Like I, I'm sorry, I, I. that first move advances, if I didn't understand the political structure view and the need for the funding, the need for government funding is going to trump all of this nationalism agenda, because ultimately, um, yeah, yeah, same, they and even even, there, even that as well, they also looking. The government is also still looking to sell a stake in ECO Telecom. So this thing is going to unravel one way or the other. They either sell a stake to a foreign entity. If they're unable to do that, they're going to have to open it up because they're going to need the funding. Because ultimately, that's where the growth is going to be. Hmm. The, yeah. the, I, I don't know why you're not seeing it the way. <laughs> like I'm just no, like, I mean I I, I'll tell you why I don't
0: see it that way right um i think you know this is not just any market this is the second most populous market mm. on the continent and if these guys are going to open up the mobile money space remember a big part of this is also how the financial sector is regulated uh, having come from a sort of marxist leninist regime you know in the late 70s early 80s um so there's still a lot of overhang of that and I don't think, as they find themselves in this conflict at the moment with Tigray and even the tensions with Egypt, that they're probably going to cede power in the mobile money space, which is a massive you know, transnational uh, a method to get remittances in and out of the country. Um, I, I certainly don't see them opening it up anytime soon. Um, and I think that was one of the big things that certainly, you know, to some degree, scuppered the, the effort of, of MTN there, because if MTN had gone in, and still had the mobile money offering, I mean, that would have made them, yo, I can't even imagine what on the continent.
1: No, no, no. no just, I'll, I'll even tell you. It's a funny part. So that's why I said it's going to be a function of money because specifically, and if you look at where they are, mm. and global diaspora, global diaspora. what makes mobile money attractive is the remittance.
0: Exactly.
1: And you can't get that remittance, and you might be blocked by sanctions and stuff. So, uh, like I Let me tell you I, what I, I think is going to happen.
0: I think what what might happen here is that after a while, and I don't know what a while could be, maybe three to five years or so, they might go for years. a strategic deal, right? Where Ethiopia. Still, as the holder of the mobile money license, strikes up a strategic equity partnership with one of the big players, and I'm, and I suspect it might be MTN. But I don't see an MTN going in to the mobile money space as MTN in Ethiopia. Not any time soon.
1: No, they remember they withdrew. They didn't even go. They withdrew their offer. No, they no, I'm like, saying uh,
0: no. I could even use Safaricom, right? I don't see Safaricom going into the mobile money space or being given a license by the Registrar of Banks or whatever in Ethiopia anytime soon. And that's just my reading, I guess, of the political situation. Here about.
1: But I mean... No, then it's actually going to cut to it. You're saying it's three years. Three years. I promise you, I will give it a year.
0: Yeah, I guess guns I are think, expensive, man. I guess, yeah. But
1: guns are expensive. <sighs> are you, me, Money will push you. Money will push you. What? Money pushes decisions and once I understand that money pushes decisions, money pushes decision. the need for money pushes. That's why I, I, I was like, you know what, mm. a lot of these revolutionary people, it always boils down to money.
0: It always, always. I want us to pause here for a second, we take a quick break. Uh, but uh, when we come back, uh, I want us to take a look at what uh, has come out of the famous brands um, and uh, how some of the divisions operated there. And then also, it seems there's a global capex boom. So uh, we'll touch on that and I guess Uh, How uh, many industrialists and others are reading demand conditions across the world, Uh, anything from noodle manufacturers right through to those uh, who manufacture electronics and semiconductors. We take a brief break, and uh, when we come back, we continue with Nesipo Maninjo. Spring is here and Home Choice has a wide range of beautiful bedding to brighten your bedroom. Each unique design is on trend in this season's hottest colours. Plus you can mix and match multiple looks with just one bedding set because the coordinated pieces are fully reversible. Give your room a fresh new look today with Home Choice bedding from only 499 Rand. Simply SMS, uh, your ID number to 44417 to triple four one seven. To open up a bank, to open up an account, and uh, we'll contact you. That's triple four one seven, or you can visit www.homechoice.co.za. So I'll wrap up the top business stories and uh, I'm in conversation with Snesipo Manindra, CA, independent market commentator and analyst. And uh, we, uh, yeah, if you just joined us, we took a look at uh, the Vodacom group uh, going into Ethiopia. And uh, yeah, we also know uh, uh, Snesipo, I mean, I guess it was the new year over the weekend out in Ethiopia. So uh, yeah, interesting uh, moments of festivity there. But let's take a look just at this from the vantage point of Vodacom. Uh, They've taken a position of around 6.5 2-5% here. Also an indirect stake through their holdings in Safaricom. Uh, And uh, also, I guess uh, there's the other question of Sumitomo Corporation. Who's that?
1: Hmm? Sumitomo.
0: Sumitomo. Sumitomo Corporation. Who's that?
1: Uh, That's the local party. Remember there's localization as well there. I-E-P-E. Localization.
0: So there's a local Japanese-Ethiopian thing going.
1: I uh, uh, don't know how they got there, but also me don't know how they got there. That's another story. Uh, that one huh. is um, it's, uh, it is a Japanese entity, but they were required to be there. And remember, there was also... Remember when you're bidding for a license, there's also the CDC, which, as you know, they're a DFI, so I expect mm. them to be there. I expect them to be there. Uh, so me tell, uh, how they got there, because... From what I understood, there had to be a localization. How they got there, I, nah, I have no idea, yeah, personally. Sure, okay. Hi, Sumitomo. You know, must you know, tell the truth. Members, you must tell the truth. Yeah, they
0: actually... I, I, no, I mean, I also had that question. I, I mean, I I guess I'm quite familiar with Sumitomo just as a Japanese diversified, you know, holdings company. They invest in all manner of things. But I certainly didn't expect them to be the... Um, I guess local partner in this particular one. No, so
1: the yeah, 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 yeah. the funny part is, funny part is that I was just shocked as yeah, well. In Central, I think somewhere, yeah, And um, this does this goes against their and um, it's not meeting them. That goes against the word, because um, they're a general trading group. Um, mm. so it's it's not something I would um expect. If, who am I? Whom am I? And yeah, it's like I said. I was, yeah, I was surprised.
0: Mm. Let's shift our attention away from Addis Ababa for a second. Uh, It seems uh, a global index here of capital spend uh, shooting up 13% uh, this year. And uh, uh, this on the back of uh, massive expectations that corporates uh, are going to spend in CapEx in anticipation of what they see as pent-up consumer demand, but also in a context, I guess, of uh, very low uh, global interest rates. Uh, Anyone from Walmart, right through to the Chowdhury Group, which is manufacturing noodles out in Egypt, hoping to sell those, and uh, I guess uh, yeah, maybe compete uh, with the likes of Indomie, which is based out in Nigeria, uh, and uh, some of the more local players in this part of the world. What do you make of all of these investments in anything from equipment, structures, software, new plant, and almost any and everything we can think of? Uh,
1: and it's also very different in that in like in 2008, 2008 brought about austerity and just darkness. People were just not spending. Now, I think also because people are dying, people are like, ah, uh, let me just love my life. And I think it's very, very important. And like I always say, people like, it's very important that we can sort of seeing how people behave, how people behave. People are spending from just Catholic spend on similar levels to 2006 Mm, remember mm. how 2006 was.
0: So and why, why why are people not buying back shares, which is what they normally do, or retiring debt with these nice balance sheets?
1: Hi bro, why not to retire debt? Because of debt? It's because remember, it's always debt is always.
0: But that's what than they always do, money. right? They they always. you seldom hear how ah, we're going to expand our plant. Uh, you know, there's always, I so, guess, the rejigging of that capital structure.
1: But also you've got like also your inner your inner. Okay, I'm of the fundamental belief that if companies are not investing, then you must fire management. Because management is not, is not doing what they're supposed to do, which is grow the business. They're not supposed to maintain the business, they're supposed to be growing the business. So for me, if, you, if the only better way to allocate capital is return of shareholder funds or paying their debt, then you know that you've got the wrong management you should be always investing in the future and growing your business. I'm a believer in that Uh, growth comes from investment and research and development. I'm a fundamental believer in that. But you can see the levels of growing and where they're forecasted. There are 2005, 2006, levels, around Mm. there. But it also shows, um, it just shows that the the demand that's actually going and the amount of money available in the system. There's money... And that's the thing, Um, there's money available in the system, but it's only available to those who can access it. And I think that's fundamentally the issue of capex. Yeah, I guess there's uh, a global,
0: significant number, tons and tons of global liquidity. But as you say, I guess uh, for certainly those um, who I might add might not necessarily... Uh, be as desperate for it as some of us might be. Um, famous brands. What do you make of, uh, yeah, these guys who give us uh, Fego, Wimpy, uh, Milky Lane, uh, or Mil- yeah, Milky Lane, eh? uh, and a few other brands. Uh, what do you make of how they've performed? Uh, better than
1: expected. I think We couldn't even buy takeaway. Hey, you couldn't year. even
0: buy fried chicken, you know. Yeah, One we couldn't even
1: buy it was chips dark and dark all dark. of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, so they were closed, so now that they're opened and um, takeaways have come up and remember this one um famous brands hits the middle class lsm market in fact if i can put it this middle class lsm market family owned um families and you know because you know they've got the steers the debonaires, the uh-huh. fish that type of so for them for them you know being able to trade has been very positive a big thing that's grown is of course online deliveries um and but yeah but they that there's still being some issues with the supply chains of course and a big big interest um uh, increase in um in 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 the e-commerce with their partnerships with your message delivery um and Uber Eats and like and the like but it's you know it's it's yeah, they they they're recovering. Like, cause when you think about it, um, they had uh, manufacturing revenue increased by sixty five percent, by and that's simply simply because from um, February to August now they were trading throughout. The year before they effectively closed. I think on March, and I don't know when they reopened. I think last year July, August when takeaways reopened. So there was a period of no trading versus trading again, but. Like I said before, that extra hour that extra hour is going to come in handy for, for, for these types of groups because it means that they'll be able to service more customers and you know, start constructing pain failure. But it's, but I do think that whole, um, the impact of COVID in, we're still quantifying that, um, and some mm. claims we just recently opened. Yeah. Um. So we still have to quantify that impact as well. But, yeah, it's, it, 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 yeah, it's, it's you know, it, um, I like things like them as friends because these are franchises. So the owners are not some high-class management. It's ordinary people trying to make a living.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Snesipo, we're going to have to leave it there for this evening. As always, a pleasure catching up with you. And thank you very much for your time.